we've got no idea how much money is floating around out there, literally for the taking. And all you have to do to take it is to show up, do good work, be valuable at what you do. And that's it. (laughs) Really, It's not that hard. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. So today I want to talk a little bit about the secrets behind how freelancers get hired and how they just stay booked up with clients. And it all comes down to being good at what you do and really taking care of the client, which I've talked about in other episodes, adding value, being able to do something that the client can earn more money. Like you are helping them to earn more money. That's how the world works. Your skill set, the value that you bring allows them to make more money create more value, like whatever they are looking to do, you help them do that. So I've talked about those things, but there's this other piece of it that comes down to just people pass around the names of people who are good at what they do. And you guys, it's mind boggling how easy this is just once you get in and once you get started. I've got this group of friends that's all in a Slack group and freelancers, you know, there's just like a couple of us in there. Honestly, there's too many Slack groups and WhatsApp groups and all the things to keep up with. But these group of people, one of the guys I've known him for years and I hadn't been in the Slack group in ages because I'm just busy doing other stuff. But for some reason, the notification popped up or something. I go in there and I see that he's left me a message like 15 days ago or something. Just like, hey, are you looking for work? Because so-and-so I know is overloaded with work. And I'm pretty sure that like I could get you some of those clients if you want. And like, what a great way to get work, right? I didn't have to lift a finger. I didn't have to do anything. He knows what I do. And he's always just like got his ear out for opportunities. He's a great connector, by the way, just a great connector. He does all the staying in touch with people that I really struggle to do sometimes. But so I know what he does as well. He works in SEO. And if I ever have a client like that, I've got him and I've got my other girlfriend who does SEO work. Like legit, they're the people I'm going to point my clients to first. So... I actually had to think about it. I didn't answer him right away. I thought about it and I'm like, do I want more work right now? Well, yes and no. Like it depends on the right opportunity. I'm really enjoying the time to work on my business. And that's what he'd asked too. He's like, do you want more clients or do you just want to work on your business? But as I've been working on my business lately, I've been getting it more and more structured to where I can spend less and less time in it. So I'm like, yeah, I could be in the market for some new clients. Yeah, perhaps. So I I just let him know that. I said, yeah, if it's the right fit and everything, like, cool. Now, that's it. I haven't really followed up with him. If he sends me some people, that's great. If he doesn't, you can tell I'm probably in a little bit of a, man, doing all right with my workload right now kind of thing. We'll see. But what a fantastic way to get clients without even lifting a finger, right? Just someone else out there thinking about me who wants to pass on work. Like this is really the way that deals get done in the startup world, in the small business world, in the online business world, in the, I don't want to say mom and pop, but the smaller businesses that are just work on a whole different dynamic from the old school, fuddy-duddy HR departments and 10 rounds of interviews and mountains of paperwork. That was kind of the thing when I was younger. And this is what I didn't understand coming from a nine to five into freelancing, right? 
Back then, it was all about get your application together, get your resume together, and apply for a job and hope that they wanted you. Whereas the circles that I move in now, no one has ever asked to see my resume. No one has ever asked me for my qualifications. No one has ever wanted to know where I studied and what I studied and how I'm qualified to do what I do. They've just wanted to know what I can do. And then they've sort of given me leeway to see if I can do it. And I show up and I do it and they can tell that I'm doing it. And so it's all good. It's a vastly different experience from the way that things get done in the nine to five world, in the corporate world. And it's not just me. Okay. I was listening to a podcast episode the other day and I mentioned this in another podcast of mine as well, but it was with Stephen Bartlett, whose podcast is The Diary of a CEO. And I love that podcast. And his guest was Cody Sanchez. And I'm not going to go into everything she talked about because I talked about that in another episode. But one of the things that was just made me break out in this huge, huge smile because I was just like, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm talking about. This is how people get hired. In the world that I live in now, this is how people get hired. So she had mentioned to Stephen, the podcast host, that she was traveling with a couple of her team members. She's worth millions. And I think they were recording at his studio in England, I believe. So she's traveling and she's got a couple of her team members with her. And they were talking about the difference between A players and B players. And she mentioned the people that she has with him. And he kind of jokingly said something like, ooh, tell him to call me. Like making a joke that he might want to steal them away from her, right? And she actually said, well, the one is freelance. Like he just works with me on a freelance basis. So absolutely, like he can give you a call, (laughs) you know, or something like that. Basically, like she does contract work with this guy. He's not full time with her. So by all means, he could get an in with Steven. And I was just, oh my, this is it. This is it. This is what I try and preach to the masses. That is how it works. If I was that freelancer, holy shit, like what an in, what an opportunity. I'm working with this woman. She's amazing. She's great. I'm only doing some work with her. I'm not full-time with her. And then she's on this podcast with this person that I look up to, I admire, I would love to work with. And just like that, they're discussing me in the episode and they're like, oh my gosh, well, yeah, you should give you a call. Because like that's how simple it is. When you are an A player, when you are good at what you do, you never have to look for work. Work comes to you and people will try to steal you away from the clients that you're currently with. I'm telling you, it's wildly different from anything I ever experienced before when I was working for someone else and letting them dictate my life, my worth, and they were in control of my life. That's how it is now. And this happens in the big circles. It happens in the little circles. Like I still consider myself in little circles amongst my freelance friends, my solopreneur friends, entrepreneur friends. We've got these small businesses that we run. We're always looking for good people. And so many times you don't need references. You don't need all these like background checks. You don't need like resumes. You need somebody you trust telling you this person does good work and you go work with that person. It boils down to that. Getting in with that one person can really just change your life. I have worked with very few clients that I actually went out and got. Mostly I've just worked with a few people and then they have spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. And my wonderful friends as well who freelance spread the word. Like we'll get on the phone and we'll talk and just say, hey, I'm really suffering in this area of my business. I need a good person who does this. I'm thinking about expanding into this. Do you know anyone who does that? And these are the ways that people just refer people to each other. For example, 
my wonderful podcast editor who takes these rambling episodes and makes them sound good. He's amazing. If anyone ever says to me, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, but it seems like a lot of work. What do you recommend? I want to be like, I recommend my podcast editor, but don't steal him from me, (laughs) right? Like he can take on the work from you as well, but like, he's great. All he had to do was do great work and I'm going to want to refer him to everybody. That's how you make a name for yourself. That's how you get more clients without really doing a whole lot. Because just the work that you've done for those clients, it speaks to the value that you bring. It speaks to the skills you have. It speaks to the kind of person that you are. And they will then do the work of spreading the word for you. The other thing that I really would like people to know is how much money there is out there and how much of it can be yours for the taking. When we're in a corporate job, for many of us, or even a service job, whatever you're in at the lower levels, and I say lower levels, speaking to where I got in life. I was a teacher, and then I worked for a couple of different startups, making around maybe 40000 never really cracked. I think the highest I was ever paid was 55000 and I was there for five months. <laughs> so I left all that to go find another job. And then when I transitioned, I'd got actually gone backwards, and I was almost like starting over at 32 or 33, something like that. I'd taken this $20 an hour job because it was with a remote company and I thought that it would help me get to where I eventually wanted to be, which was like working my way up in that remote company. But for most of us at that level, we've got no idea how much money is floating around out there, literally for the taking. And all you have to do to take it is to show up, do good work, be valuable at what you do. And that's it. (laughs) Really, It's not that hard. Because when I was working for all these other companies, I never got close to the money, right? Just low down the totem pole, no real insight into how much the company was making, how much they were spending. And honestly, you guys, how much they were wasting. I'm sure we have all worked for companies where you're just like, they make purchases or they spend on things that you're just like, are you freaking kidding me? Why do we need to go spend that on that? Like, it's just ridiculous. And this is happening in a lot of these small to medium-sized businesses, which are a great size for us to work at as freelancers. And they've got tons of money to spend on something that will see a return. But many of the small business owners I've worked with have wasted a lot of money as well on bad hires, on people who promise and then never deliver. And I don't want you guys to be like that. I want you to be the people who promise and then over deliver and you'll have work for the rest of your life. But I mean, like some of these companies, I have been with clients who have spent $30,000 a month on a particular agency. I've been with people who have spent $5,000 a month on one particular freelancer. Now, if that $5,000 a month freelancer can do what they do, replicate that for a couple different clients and do it all within a few hours a month, like that's a hell of a lot of money. The one I'm thinking of in particular, I believe we were paying him $5,000 a month for 10 hours of his time because it was Facebook ads, right? And I think you guys will have heard my previous episodes where I talk about if you can make clients money, they will pay you the big bucks. So 5,000 isn't actually a lot because in comparison to that $30,000 a month or what have you. But if he's doing 10 hours a month, if he were to get four more clients like us, or three more clients like us for a total of four, 20 grand a month for 40 hours of work. A month, you guys, not a week, a month. (laughs) It almost makes me want to go learn Facebook ads right now, but I just can't. My brain doesn't work that way. I don't like that kind of stuff, but right? If you can offer value 
clients will pay you the big bucks. And I know it's hard to think like, oh, I don't know anyone who would pay me that. You don't have to know because I was right there with you. I did not think there was any way ever anyone would pay me $80 an hour. That was like my first real big client where I was just like, holy shit, something's happening here, right? My $50 an hour client too. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. I never thought I'd make $50 an hour. But when I hit the $80 an hour client, I was like, okay, something's going on here. This is crazy. This is bizarre. But it happened. I'm sitting here on the other side of it, right? And it just kept going from there. But so the thing is, these businesses have the money to spend on people who will help them continue to grow. It is not as dire as your corporate job would make it out to be, right? Or your hourly job. You're an hourly job. You're making 20 bucks an hour. You ask for a raise. They give you a dollar, right? Like <laughs> Just making it seem like there's no money. But there is. There is. It's a matter of going to the right companies, finding the right places, finding the people who will pay you what you're worth. And I've seen this happen over and over and over and over again. Many of my clients have the, I don't want to say disposable income, but they have the income to drop on something that they believe in, that they want to work. I've seen my clients spend 10 grand on a course, a mastermind group that's intensive, like coaching, taking them through for six months with other business owners to get from point where they are now to the future. I've seen my clients spend 10,000 a month on certain things. Like if they want to get more press, if they want to be featured in these like top big publications like Forbes and Time and all these other things that can do a lot for elevating your brand. I've worked with a client who spent, I think, twenty to $30,000 on a brand makeover. We needed to play in the big leagues. We needed to grow up. We needed to actually have a real logo and brand colors and do all this stuff. So it was really cool to get to work with that company doing the brand redesign. And for me to be a part of that for the first time in my life and understand how that works and everything that goes into choosing what a brand looks like and what their colors are and how their fonts and all that learning about what that does from a consumer perspective. It was a lot of fun, but it was mind-boggling to me too, to see just like how much money there is in certain businesses to be thrown around. And I don't say thrown around in a sense of that taking it lightly, but in the sense of sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I've seen clients spend tens of thousands of dollars with the wrong company, with the wrong agency. I had a client once who worked with a PR agency and they were supposed to be writing articles to sound like him and ghostwriting basically. Basically. It was terrible. Like they made him sound like a eight-year-old idiot. <laughs> like they couldn't spell or talk. It was terrible. And I encouraged him. We ended up firing those people because it was just like, this is garbage. I was like, I can go find you somebody else who can do 10 times better than this. I was angry on behalf of this client that they were wasting their money like that on an agency who was not doing a good enough job. So what I would love for you to think about is if this money is already going around, if this money is already out there, if this money is already being spent on various people and various things. Why not you? How could you step up and get a piece of that pie? Because I've talked to many of you and the type of people that are listening to this podcast, who follow me on Instagram, who have messaged me from time to time, who've bought my course, a big thing that has been always persistent among you is that you struggle with the idea of like not feeling ready necessarily or not feeling good enough or not feeling like you have the skills or the value to offer. And that makes me happy and proud in a way. No, that sounds bad, but because you're good people. 
your good people inside. And that's why it makes me happy and proud because like you're struggling with this out of a sense of, I don't want to cheat somebody or I don't want to work for somebody and say that I can do something and not be able to do it. I worry that I'm not good enough. I worry that I would be taking their money and then not providing value to them. Those are all the kinds of struggle type questions that I want you to be having because those are totally normal and those are good. And that's how I know that you're going to succeed because you're going to be a good person. You're going to do the hard work. You're going to make sure that your clients get value out of working for you. That comes in complete contrast to someone who's like a get rich quick schemer, right? Like somebody who's only in it to like just get what they can get out of the deal as fast as possible, that don't care if they do good work or not, that don't care if they deliver. They're just scheming and trying to get ahead fast, which really just never works out in the long run. It's the slow, steady, like I'm going to do good work and let that work speak for itself and multiply time of time versus the person who promises a bunch of things, gets in there, doesn't really do a good job, and then everything is left with a bad taste in the mouth. And that has happened. We've worked with people who just promise the world and it's all flashy and shiny and you've got everything laid out nice and neat and it looks tidy. And then we have to call you and then call you and call you over and over and say, well, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? Where's the other? Like, we're not getting the quality that you promise. So I know that you guys won't be those type of people. I can tell from the amazing comments and questions that I get from you. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast, wanting to grow, wanting to really work on that mindset part before taking the leap into freelancing just tells me that you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And I just want you to know what's waiting for you out there once you are ready to take the leap. What is waiting for you in terms of just working with amazing clients and also the incredible monetary value that is waiting for you, the financial freedom that is waiting for you. Because if a client is spending, and I've seen this happen, $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month on someone who's doing subpar work, don't you think it would be better for them to spend it on you who's going to do amazing work for them? You putting yourself into freelancing is doing somebody a service. Like you owe it to the world a <laughs> bit. I'm getting a little <laughs> deeply like motivational here, but you owe it to the world. You owe it to these clients to start freelancing, to go out there and to do good work for them so that you can sleep at night knowing you've done a good job. They can sleep at night knowing they have an amazing person. And we're cutting out that other person that doesn't deserve to be there because they're not doing good work. They're taking advantage of the client, right? So if we can get you in there instead of them, ah, oh, it's a win-win, right? And they're going to have to go learn how to get better or, well, karma, you know? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are ready to start your freelancing journey, I would love to be the guide that helps you along the way. You can go to liveworktravel.com forward slash escape. That is the direct link to the escape hatch, my freelancing course. This is made for beginners. Even if you know nothing about freelancing, this is going to help you get set up with everything that you need to know. It's all the things that I learned in my journey from zero to my first $100,000. And it's the guide that I wish I had when I was starting out. The guide that I needed so bad and it didn't exist. So I made it for you. There is so much love and just excitement and passion and hope poured into this course. I really, really would love for you to go check it out. That's a wrap for this week. I will see you next. 